This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. And let me tell you something. For the first time in my adult life, I am proud of my country because it feels like hope is finally making a comeback. Ah, uh, yes, Michelle Obama with her arms, such arms. Where did she get those arms? And what is Larry Holmes doing for arms now? She's a hero of the revolution. She had some kind of a job for a little while at the University of Chicago. Some kind of public outreach or something. Princeton, Harvard, really nothing after that. It's different being a left-wing Democrat, WOC, you know. Well, happy Tuesday and welcome back. We remain at 888-630-9625. Michelle Obama, that was the, uh, her husband was going to be president of the United States. It was the first time in her lifetime that she was proud of her country and it was because of race or something like that. Because, you know, Princeton didn't make her proud of her country and Harvard didn't make her proud of her country. Growing up in Chicago didn't make her proud of her country. Her father, or, or, you know, I, you know I, one of the great stories of the whole Obama administration, the whole Obama era, is that uh, her mother, Michelle Obama's mother, lived in the White House for eight years and was completely ignored as a story. It should have been a reality TV series on MTV or something like that. It should have been. Uh, mom, you know, who grew up, uh, mom from Chicago, raised her kids on the south side of Chicago, and a uh, husband with a good government job, and and then, you know, the kids go to Princeton and Harvard Law and then spend their whole lives complaining. Maybe that's where they learn to complain. It's hard to say. But uh, now Michelle, she has done an interview on a podcast, and this is a little bit funny, actually. The podcast is known for being, uh, what is it, the number one mental health podcast in the United States of America or in the world. And boy, do the Democrats need more of this because the, uh, the rampant, the epidemic, forget about that Wuhan Red Death pandemic, the pandemic of mental illness, mental instability in the Democrat Party in America is really the biggest problem that we face, I think. Joe Biden in Charleston, South Carolina, yesterday fanning the flames of racial discontent at a black church where a terrible crime took place about nine years ago and completely ignoring all of the homicides and the mayhem and the, the anarchy the, in Washington, D.C., and Chicago and in all of that. But never mind, never mind any of that. Also, I want to get to this, too. The special counsel, Jack Smith, <clears throat> was the target of a a practice called swatting, where someone calls 911 and says, oh, no, there's terrible shooting going on. This man just shot his wife on his front doorstep. And the police respond like the SWAT team arrives, right, because they report a violent crime, a crazy violent crime. And someone did that to special counsel Jack Smith on Christmas Day 
And the police showed up at his place, but he's got marshals out front. And the marshals said, no, there's nothing going on here, so it's fine. So it's kind of no big deal. But the news media is in a tizzy about it. Now, the Democrats have popularized this by doing this to Republicans all over the country, trying to get people killed by the SWAT teams. And, and sometimes, you know, not everybody has marshals out in front of their home like Jack Smith waiting to receive the police when they arrive. So it's really no big deal in the case of Jack Smith. But, but headlines like MSDNC, Pandora's box that Trump opened, Jack Smith targeted by, by attempted swatting. Attempted. It was attempted, but it didn't work. And it's all Trump. Trump did it. No, you get once again, this is the projection thing. They do it to a hundred people. And then when it happens to them once, it's all your fault. Now it's an issue, right? Now that's the first, it's like the riot at the Capitol on January 6th. Uh, all the other riots were just great, but this one it crosses the line. Swatting is a, a micro version of the same thing. They swat a hundred, more than a hundred people. It's happening all over the place. Hundreds and hundreds of cases of left-wingers swatting for political reasons. I know people, conservatives, that have had this happen to them at their homes because lefties call and say, oh, no, there's shooting and there are people, there's blood everywhere and they're shooting. So the SWAT team shows up, right, and, uh, and people might get shot by mistake, and this is what the lefties are hoping. But then when it happens once to one of them, then, and it's funny that he's one of them and he's supposed to be an objective, uh, you know, referee here, but never mind that. Pandora's box that Trump opened. No, you opened it. You definitely opened it. But never mind that. That is the old double standard and uh, amazing stuff. A parent swatting incident targets Jack Smith and Judge Tanya Chutkin. Chutkin, uh, a, a, a frothy anti-Trump. Now, this is kind of, I, I don't know why the police don't, don't they have your phone number when you call 911? Isn't that an automatic part of the 911 thing? Don't they know who you are immediately? Does 911 take anonymous phone calls, um, I, uh, you know, with uh, uh, call blocking or something like that? Targeted with swatting call on Christmas Day. And now it matters. Now swatting is an issue. Now, it's been fine for a couple of years that this swatting practice has been ongoing. Um, and it's 100% of the time, minus two people, uh, lefties targeting pro-American people with American flags and normal children and things like that. But it's been Republicans targeted the, uh, the entire time. Never mind that, because that's not a part of the story that NBC is reporting. Marjorie Taylor Greene, her Georgia home was uh, swatted recently. Uh, it's it's a uh, common thing. Multiple Republican state officials, victims of swatting calls. These are other headlines, but our fake news media doesn't cover that. NBC4 in Columbus, Ohio. And um, you know, at least three members of Congress targeted with swatting. New York Republican Brandon Williams latest to reveal he was victim of hoax call, also on Christmas Day. But the fake news media, the corrupt, filthy news media in the United States, they only report on it when it happens to Jack Smith because they can blame Trump for it. See? But the practice was created by lefties targeting Republicans, trying to get them shot and killed by the police 
because they think it's funny. You know, it's uh, you have Prince Albert in a can uh, as your refrigerator running. There is a shooting taking place. He just shot his wife. Uh, Florida Republican Senator Rick Scott uh, had also been targeted by swatting. Pay no attention to that because as long as it's Republicans, it's not news, you see. But when it happens to a Republican, and of course Marjorie Taylor Greene in Georgia, target of swatting, I think she has had multiple experiences like this, but uh, never mind, never mind that. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. So, also this fake Secretary of State in Maine who is a left-wing Democrat hunting Trump, Shenna Bellows. It's not even Sheena. It's Shenna, which is not a recognizable name, is it? That's not a real name. And uh, she claims, probably a false claim, that uh, she was the target of swatting too. But now NBC News and the networks are covering it because they can blame Trump for it. That's the actual reason. Pretty amazing stuff. Yeah, it's a big thing that the Democrats have started and they've carried out for a long, long time. Then when they get a taste of their own medicine, then, sure. Secretary of uh, State Jay Ashcroft related, of course, John Ashcroft. His home was swatted, but pay no attention to that. The Democrats trying to get people shot by SWAT teams by claiming there are violent crimes taking place and and uh, that the police have to show up and, and stop the killing. And you never hear of anybody being arrested for it, do you? But maybe now, maybe now the police will uh, get on the stick. The Justice Department will get on the stick because Jack Smith was the target of swatting. Now it ought to be illegal. As long as it's Republicans, it's really not a big deal. Oh, speaking of which, um, January 6th, I know that Enrique Tarrio was sentenced to 22 years, African-American, Cuban-American, Proud Boys. Four of them came to Washington, D.C. and were stabbed by Black Lives Matter people in Washington, D.C. Nobody was arrested. Nobody's going to jail for stabbing Enrique Tarrio or Bevelyn Beatty. of the, an African-American woman with the Proud Boys because it's a racist organization, right? And that's what the Democrats will tell you. Uh, but the racist Democrats come out and uh, stab people. Now, Enrique Tarrio, Cuban-American, African-American, sentenced to 22 years in prison on January 6th. He was in Baltimore. He wasn't even in Washington, D.C. But that's not a problem because the Democrats are the left and they put their political enemies in prison. It's, it's what they do. And now there's a crazy story today that is uh, worth making note of because um, it, um, it's a point of comparison. And, and it's what a lot of us talk about and have been talking about for a long time. Navy sailor sentenced to 27 months not 27 years, 27 months, that is two years and three months, in prison can get out much earlier uh, with good behavior. U.S. Navy sailor sentenced to 27 months in prison for selling military secrets to China. China. And here is a Chinese-American who joined the Navy, convicted of selling military secrets to China, um, I think, remember when the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, Thoroughly Modern Millie, called General Lee 
I remember this because uh, General Lee, like L.I. in China, to talk to him and, and calm him down because uh, Trump, and he uh, thoroughly modern Millie betrayed the president of the United States, should have been prosecuted, called the Chinese, they're the enemy, uh, general, to calm him down to assuage his concerns because Trump might be off the rails or something. And now we've got a U.S. Navy serviceman who admitted to accepting bribes from a Chinese intelligence officer, kind of like Fang Fang and Democrat Congressman Eric Swalwell from California. Sexual relationship with Fang Fang, the Chinese intelligence officer, sent to the United States to do exactly what she did and cultivate Democrats like Eric Swalwell with sex and uh, took him from a city council seat in California to the House of Representatives and the Intelligence Committee. Good job, Fang Fang, as a Chinese spy. And the Democrat Party is fine with this. And that means the news media is too. But a U.S. Navy serviceman, a sailor, admitted to accepting bribes from a Chinese intelligence officer. I wonder if there was sex too. In exchange for sensitive U.S. military information, has been sentenced to more than two years in federal prison. Enrique Tario was in Baltimore on January 6th. He got 22 years in prison. U.S. District Judge R. Gary Klausner on Monday handed down a 27-month prison sentence to Petty Officer Wen Hang Zhao. Wen Hang Zhao, 26 uh, years old, of Monterey Park, California. Justice Department had sought a sentence of 37 months, not 37 years. He's selling Chinese cigarettes, being bribed to China, communist China. And he gets 27 months, and the Justice Department had sought 37 months. That is uh, pretty appalling stuff. He's a Chinese communist spy. Sailor admitted to receiving nearly $15,000 in bribes from the intelligence officer of Chinese intelligence between August of 2021 and May of 2023. Not even a year ago. And uh, no big deal. It'll do like six months, and they'll let him walk. He worked at the naval base Ventura County in Port Wyneme, California. Port Wyneme. Now, this is worth pointing out because, you know, there are people that, now they're going after people that didn't even enter the Capitol. How about that? And trying to hunt them down and put them in prison. But the Chinese spy, Chinese American, joins the Navy, spying for communist China, intelligence operative cultivating uh, this uh, this sailor, and 27 months in prison. Isn't that amazing? Yes, sir. Just extraordinary stuff. Two-tiered system of justice? Nah. All right, listen, I've got Michelle Obama coming up for you in this hour and Newt Gingrich talking about what's happening to our country. We are at 888-630-9625. Michelle Obama, she's standing by. I think she's tan-rested and tow-truck-ready. She's going to be the nominee, maybe. What do you think for the Democrat Party when Joe Biden drops out for medical reasons? We're at 888-630-9625. Hey, it's Chris Plant. Excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Visit chrisplantcruise.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust, or is it <clears throat> a real POS? 
you need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. All right, and let's... Uh... Uh, I've got. I do have Michelle Obama coming up. Crazy. She's is she running for president? And Newt Gingrich with some thoughts. And we have this radical left wing extremist uh, DA in uh, Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia, Fannie Willis. You're supposed to say Fanny, Fanny Willis, and she is uh, uh, porking, boinking the guy that the city is paying to prosecute and pursue Trump, and they're going on vacation together with the taxpayer money. And all of this is fine with the news media. All right, let's go to uh, the phones. Let's go to Tim calling from Crownsville, Maryland. Timothy, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hi, Chris. Thank you for taking my call so much. You bet. Um, Your show is the greatest. It truly is. I've been listening to you since right before Trump. Uh, Started running for president. You know, isn't... Uh, sawed our secrets from another country. Isn't that treason? <laughs> I don't understand how. Uh, I mean, this person just sold this. This maybe person just sold our secrets to another country. Isn't that treason? How come he wasn't charged with treason? I mean, is he a Democrat? Is that why? I I can only assume. I mean, he is selling secrets to China. Uh, you know, Senator Dianne Feinstein had a uh, Chinese intelligence officer on her staff in her San Francisco office for about twenty years. Eric Swalwell. Yeah. Uh, last time we looked, he may still be dating Fang Fang, who is a Chinese intelligence operative sent to do exactly what she's done. And uh, and that's fine with the New York Times and the Democrat Party, but I repeat myself. And yeah, this, this sailor committed what I think could and should fairly be described as treason. Yeah, it, it sure looks like treason. And 27 months... Now, again, if you were on Capitol Hill on January 6th, you might get 27 months for standing there and smoking a cigarette. Or you could be there three years without even, without even being charged in prison, right? I mean, you're locked up and not, not even being charged. So, you know, no due process. I mean, what, what's, our, our country is becoming a communist country. My family's been here for almost 300 years, 1729. And what's happening in our country right now is, is crazy. It's disgusting. We, we don't recognize it. You are a true patriot. That's a fact. Why do you think it looks like it looks today? Well, because of the Democrats, because of these people are dynamic. These are communists. These are not Democrats. They are communists trying to take over our country. It's obvious. It's all about power. It's all power grab. Yes, it is. And, uh, yeah, you know, I mean, the, uh, Barack Obama made the CIA director, John Brennan, a Communist Party voter, literally. Uh, Barack Obama mentored by Frank Marshall Davis, a card-carrying member of the Communist Party. This is the left, all right? The Democratic Party isn't, and these aren't liberals. This is the left. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. 
bam, bam, bam. All right, I tell you what, let me get into a bunch of news because the Atlanta Journal-Constitution has a story that they didn't break themselves, but they're reporting it, that the uh, DA, their radical left-wing extremist, Fannie Willis, uh, who insists on being called Fonnie or something funny. It's uh, Fannie Willis, and um, she does the can-can. Fannie Willis does the can-can? Yeah, sure. The, uh, she is uh, dating the guy and uh, funneling taxpayer money to the guy that she's dating who's supposed to be a Trump special prosecutor, and I want to get into that. And Newt Gingrich and President Trump has weighed in on that as well. And uh, Newt Gingrich was on the television last night, and I want to share some of that with you as well. But right now, let's go to Mooch, because the headline at uh, the Fox News Channel, Mooch, as she's commonly known, Michelle Obama says she's, quote, terrified about what could possibly happen. The whole world is terrified about what could possibly happen. And it's because of you guys. It's because your husband, uh, one of the world's leading racists and uh, dividers, but never mind that, mentored by Communist Party leader Frank Marshall Davis, and then making CIA director of John Brennan, Communist Party voter, and then bringing Van Jones into the White House, proud Communist Party member, uh, bragged about being a communist. I'm not sure if he joined the party, but he self-described as a communist, so that's, that's good enough for me. You think he voted for Gus Hall? Nobody's ever asked him because our news media is a gang of corrupt bootlicks. But let's go to Michelle Obama says she's terrified. Michelle Obama presses the panic button on the 2024 election from the radical left-wingers at Mediaite uh, because she went on a, a podcast called Jay Shetty. That's apparently his actual name. Nobody would come up with that if you that weren't your real name. S-H-E, got to spell and pronounce carefully, S-H-E-T-T-Y. That is, you should not thank your father. For that, that's not a good one. Michelle Obama appeared on Jay Shetty's On Purpose podcast. Now, it should be noted, this is the number one mental illness podcast <laughs> in the country and possibly the world. I think they claim the world. Is that right? The number one mental illness podcast in the world. I think they call it a mental health, mental health podcast. But doesn't that also imply mental illness podcast? I think it does. Where she admitted... This is the left-wing media. She admitted she was terrified about what could possibly happen. Maybe war in the Middle East, American hostages being taken by Hamas, uh, war in Europe with uh, uh, Putin, uh, nuclear power invading Ukraine, and hundreds of thousands killed. Uh, and, and honestly, how many hostages? How many American hostages? Have you noticed the American news media? doesn't even They couldn't even care less about the, the American hostages being held by Hamas in the Gaza, not a news story, not a story. Mm-mm-mm. So Shetty, his name is Shetty. What, what do you think his nickname is? What do you think is, he's got a fraternity name. I uh, Looks like kind of a frat boy mm, without the Bud Light. Shetty asked former first lady, Michelle Hussein Obama, what keeps you up at night? And uh, let me go, let's go to the audio here because... Here's Michelle Obama, and it's got people suggesting, oh, she's uh, dipping her toe, even though she's never had a real job, into the political waters, never been elected to anything. Mm -mm -mm. 
You know, Donald Trump had never been elected anything before he was elected president of the United States, but he had an amazing career already. Oh, I got another story. I, I got to tell you, I got all these stories. Um, you may remember the great Rush Limbaugh, right? The great Rush Limbaugh. The great Rush Limbaugh had, as you may be aware, a, uh, a beautiful home on the ocean, the Atlantic Ocean, in Palm Beach, Florida, where all the rich people live. And uh, Rush Limbaugh had been very, very successful in his life doing the world's greatest radio show and inventing a genre. Well, um, I was texting with a, a friend who comes from a wealthy family in Chicago about a week ago, and she was telling me that someone she knows had bought Rush Limbaugh's mansion on the ocean in Palm Beach and um, torn it down, just torn it down, just tore the whole thing down, multiple houses on the property and everything. And, and it turns out that's true. The heir to the Estee Lauder cosmetics fortune bought Rush Limbaugh's $155 million house. I think it was originally on the market for 170 something million. And isn't, you know, these prosecutors in New York, they put Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate. They uh, said that Donald Trump was overvaluing his properties. And then they set the value of Mar-a-Lago at $49 million. Isn't that right? Oh, I apologize. $27 million. $27 million. $27 million. And I said at the time his tennis courts would sell for more than $27 million. Mar-a-Lago goes from, it's called Mar-a-Lago, Mar-C-Lago Lake, uh, on the uh, spit of land, the peninsula where uh, Palm Beach is. Donald Trump's uh, estate, the Mar-a-Lago estate, famous estate, historic estate, uh, is I think the only one that goes all the way from the Atlantic Ocean over to the the lake on the other side of the peninsula, Mar-a-Lago, right? And uh, the this crooked prosecutor said, oh, you're overvaluing your properties. So he jumped in to undervalue uh, Trump's properties because he's a criminal, but he won't be held accountable. Um, and Rush Limbaugh's estate, his house, doesn't go from, you know, one side to the other. It is a comparatively modest piece of property, the land itself and the house itself, comparatively modest. Um, and uh, it sold for $155 million. Mar-a-Lago, by this standard, would go for 500 to $600 million. And, uh, and uh, Donald Trump has even suggested, hey, I might get a billion for it. And it's not out of the question. It's certainly not out of the question. But this S.D. Lauder heir paid $155 million for Rush Limbaugh's house and William P. Lauder is his name, and tore it down, promptly tore it down, and is apparently going to build something else there. So I just wanted to mention that. Now, why did he tear it down? Well, because didn't like Rush Limbaugh. So $155 million teardown, and then this idiot prosecutor in New York puts Rush Limbaugh's, uh, excuse me, puts Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago uh, at a value of $27 million dollars when it is 10 times the estate that in a Rush Limbaugh, beautiful, incredible place, $155 million. But the lies are so big, honestly. All right, now let's go to, speaking of the lies being so big, let's go to Michelle Obama. I just want to make that comparison. $155 million teardown for the grandson of Estee Lauder, William P. Lauder, 
who's in his 60s, and it's a teardown for him, $155 million. And then this idiot uh, crook in New York prosecutor puts Mar-a-Lago at $27 million value. And, and I yesterday I went on Google Earth, and I looked at Rush Limbaugh's property, and I looked at Mar-a-Lago, and the difference is so stark, so dramatic, that I literally, if that's $155 million teardown uh, for Rush Limbaugh's property, then Mar-a-Lago is at least $600 million based on that metric. No kidding. But they put the value at $27 million while accusing you of overvaluing the property. You come in to undervalue the property. It's one-tenth the value, one-twentieth the value, um, but they're crooks. They just want to jail their political enemies. All right, here's, uh, speaking of which, here's Michelle, Michelle Obama talking to a man named Shetty. That'd be a, that could be the name of a movie, A Man Named Shetty. What's going to happen in this next election? I am terrified That's the man. about what could possibly happen because our leaders matter. Who we select, who speaks for us, That's who right. holds that bully pulpit, it affects us in ways that I, sometimes I think people take for granted. You know, the fact that people That's think true. that government, eh, you know, Listen. It's, it's, it doesn't really even do anything. And I'm like, oh, my God. Does government do everything for us? And we cannot take this democracy for granted. And sometimes I, I worry that we do. Those are the things mm. that keep me up. Government does everything for us. Deutschland, Deutschland, Uber, Allies. Government, uh, the more government does for you, the worse off you are. That, that is. And we have a social safety net. I'm fine with a social safety net. In fact, we should grab all these insane people off the sidewalk in front of my building and throw them in a loony bin. I'd like to see our stinking, rotten, filthy government do that. What do you think about that? Sounds like a good idea. Um, and it's a republic, uh, a constitutional republic, uh, not a democracy. And government doesn't do everything for us, but government does have a role, like national security, and maybe should secure our border. That'd be something that government could do for us. Uh, but no. Instead... All right, here's uh, Mooch with uh, a man named Shetty. What is the thing that keeps you up at night? More to do with the world that we're in. There's such a thing as knowing too much. It could be any range of things that comes across the desk of the leader of the free world, right? So I know a lot about what's going on. She and knows a lot. What keeps me up are the things that I know. Mm -hmm. um, the war in the region in too what many region? regions. What to is AI going to do for us? The environment, you know, are we moving at all fast enough? What are we doing about education? Mm. Are people going to vote? And why aren't people voting? I mean, those yeah. are the things that yeah. keep me up because you, you don't have control over them. Mm -hmm. And you wonder, where are people, where are we in this? Uh, you know, where are our hearts? Yeah, vote. It's a vote. And why aren't people voting? Well, because of the lies. Uh, that's a really big part of it. And and the war in the region. And then she stammered and realized, oh, yeah, there are multiple wars. Let's see. There's Yemen. There's Israel. There's uh, Ukraine and Russia. And there, uh, China, Taiwan. The North Koreans were firing rounds that prompted the South Koreans to fire rounds, artillery rounds, just over the weekend. Pay no attention to that. This is what American weakness rots. And and uh, honestly, um, Michelle Obama, and she's sounding very political with Mr. Shetty over here. Um, and uh, Michelle Obama, this is, they're still obsessed 
They labeled uh, Ronald Reagan's economic programs in the 1980s, which were extraordinarily successful. They labeled it trickle-down, and they're still using this trickle-down thing. Now, with Democrats, trickle-down is a different thing altogether. You know, it has to do with golden showers and prostitutes. We have this trickle-down approach, right? Yeah. That's the basis of a capitalistic economy, right? But that's not happening. Yeah. <laughs> it's not trickling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the law would, it would require in whatever way, if we're not trickling voluntarily, mm-hmm. <laughs> then we need to be forced to trickle. Forced. <laughs> Mandatory yeah. trickling down. Yeah. Well, they, you know, uh, what the uh, Democrats don't want to ban, they want to make mandatory. And remember, the Democrats don't care what you do as long as it's mandatory. Mandatory trickling, that means theft, criminal government, stealing everybody's money, forced trickling down, right? We need forced trickle down. Uh, it's not trickling. Your husband was president for nearly a decade, and now his sock puppet has been president for another nearly three years. Later this month, it will be three years that that the sock puppet's been president. Now, that is about the total destruction of free market capitalism. That's what she's talking about. It's not even a code. She's forced. She uses these words, forced trickling. That, that means you take you steal from the rich. You give to the people that vote for you. That's what that means. All right? Michelle Obama, just amazing. If we're not trickling voluntarily, mm-hmm. <laughs> then we need to be forced to trickle. Forced to trickle. Gun to the head. That's, uh, as uh, one of the o- Obama administration officials said, they agree with Chairman Mao that all power comes from the barrel of a gun. So forced trickling means the state comes in and steals the money of the rich, which wouldn't fuel the government for a weekend. But never mind that. They could take every billionaire's every dollar, and it wouldn't last a week. Uh, Michelle Obama with her friend Shetty. I'm so proud of my husband and the way he led, the way his administration worked, the team that we built so proud of everyone. We. I think that's that's because of who we are. We, yeah. Uh, there are suggestions that she's being coy with a turned heel in a demure fashion, that she's positioning herself to become the Democrat nominee when Joe Biden is forced to drop out of the race because of health concerns, because the polls show that every Democrat would kill their mothers and climb over their dead bodies to get out and vote for Michelle Obama because to them it's all a terrible cable television show. It's like a high school prom where you choose to go. They don't have prom king and prom queen anymore. Now they have the non-binary something or other. The lavender queen and the... You can't say queen. Well, you can in a certain context now, but this is your Democrat Party. They're coming for the children, and they might carjack you on the way home today, too. Democrats love carjacking and looting. They hate the police and capitalism. Forced trickle-down. Michelle Obama's latest threat. We kind of agree with Mao that political power comes largely from the barrel of a gun. 
we're not trickling voluntarily, mm-hmm. <laughs> then we need to be forced to trickle. <laughs> Mandatory yeah. trickling down. Yeah. Uh, fascism with a smiley face. Gun to the head governance. From the real left, Princeton, Harvard Law, Barack Obama, Frank Marshall Davis, Van Jones, John Brennan, commies, commies everywhere. Amazing. And it's a forced trickle-down. All right, we're going to start by taking away your oceanfront estates in Hawaii and Martha's Vineyard. Are you fearful in Martha's Vineyard? Are you, what is that, a $14 million estate? Are you fearful... How's that uh, that that chef? They ever straighten out that chef drowning thing? What's he paddleboarding for? He really didn't swim. That's kind of crazy. What was he naked? He was naked. That was a weird development, wasn't it? Getting weirder all the time. Maybe uh, you're you know they uh, bought the uh, Magnum PI mansion in Hawaii and tore it down. These lefties, they go around tearing everything down. Oh, well, uh, speaking of which. They've uh, hit pause on tearing down the statue of William Penn in Pennsylvania because everybody realized that they're fascists and that they're the Taliban. And they said, well, the Park Service under Joe Biden, well, maybe we won't. Maybe we won't tear it down after all. Maybe we'll allow William Penn, for whom the state of Pennsylvania is named, maybe we'll allow the statue of William Penn to not be torn down by you you gang of violent, mentally ill lunatics. And then still they have like a nine-foot high, the Democrats do, in Seattle, Washington, bronze statue of Lenin, of Vladimir Ilyich Ulanov, a.k.a. Lenin. Uh, let's get to Joan Rivers, because Joan Rivers was always hilarious. And in July of 2014, someone doorstepped her and asked her a question about Barack Obama, who she, she says is gay, and then she says he's our first gay president, and Michelle Obama is tranny. Do you think that the country will see the first, the United States will see the first gay president or the first woman president? We already have it with Obama, so let's just calm down. Got it. You know Michelle is a trans. I'm sorry, she's a what? A transgender. We all know. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Now, that was uh, just hilarious. I always thought she was hilarious, and that's because she was. That was July of 2014. Joan Rivers then in September, right, two months later, went in for a minor elective procedure, September 2014, and she died at an extremely high-end clinic in Manhattan having a minor elective procedure done, like our defense secretary, Lloyd Austin, who went in for an elective procedure and then was rushed to the hospital by ambulance put in the intensive care unit, sedated, didn't tell anybody. Not a problem because Democrats. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. Right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.